What's up, everyone? Welcome to this day in Philly sports history for March 17th, 2023. Happy St. Patrick's Day to those celebrating. If you are going to go out, be safe, drink responsibly, call an Uber, walk, don't do anything stupid. There was a point in time in the not-so-distant past when I would be prepping right now for a day of debauchery. Kegs and eggs, Bloody Marys, the whole nine. Things change. Um, at this point, I'm trying to figure out how to safely and make it so it's not that difficult without shaking it up, make my beer come out of the bottle or the can and be green. But that's what we do. But it's always nice when there's March Madness games on St. Patrick's Day. Uh, a few years ago, Temple played, I think it was Penn State, uh, and beat them in a, in a decent game. Remember one year watching it down at the Winter Circle in Exton, trying to bet the the waitress that I could pee green at one point. But those were were the days. Uh, but let's start with Philly Sports History Month spotlight. Today we're going to go to another one of my neighbors, uh, Adele Boyd. She was born in Glenside, went to Sheltonham High. She played uh, field hockey at your sinus. She was a phenomenal, phenomenal player. Uh, once she graduated from your sinus, she got a job as a professor, coached their field hockey team, and went to three straight. Took them, led them to three straight second place finish, finishes in the AIAW. Um, she finished in the top ten uh, or ten top twenty finishes, uh, but just was. A phenomenal, phenomenal player. She was on the U.S. National Field Hockey Team where she was the captain from 1963 to 1967. She was on the touring team, the Philadelphia Association team. And then after all that was said and done, she came back home, started coaching at Sheltonham. I thought she, I think she taught, I forget the, the subject, but she taught it as well at Sheltonham High. Uh, she coached field hockey, basketball, lacrosse. Just an all-around, just phenomenal athlete, a phenomenal coach. Uh, she was a charter inductee into the National Field Hockey Hall of Fame. Uh, she also, and I thought this was pretty cool, she believed in expanding the horizons of her players, like basically get them out of Sheltonham, get them out of Glenside, out of Montgomery County, even outside of Pennsylvania. She would take them on trips abroad over in Europe. She took a team to New Zealand. Just really cool giving these girls an experience that maybe sometimes they just wouldn't have. Um, so I thought that was really, really cool. She passed away in 2018 at the age of 85. But today we salute and spotlight Adele Boyd, one of the best field hockey players to ever do it and had an impact on so many young ladies in this area where I live, the little Montgomery County area. So shout out to you, Miss Adele Boyd. Thank you for everything you've done. All right, quick Eagles update. Uh, a lot has gone down since yesterday. Uh, Slay, Darius Slay has officially signed his extension. Uh, somehow it extended two years. He got has twenty three million guaranteed money. Uh, for all intents and purposes, I think that pretty much means he's most likely going to finish out his career here in Philly. Uh, no word yet on C.J. Gardner Johnson. I had to stop following because it's just Eagles Twitter was just out of control with. Oh, he's doing this. He changed his profile. Like I had to back up. Still not out of the realm of possibility that they bring him back, but nothing as of recording time. Nothing either on the, the extension of Jalen Hurts. Some quarterback news, though. Gardner Minshew signed with the Colts. 
which left us with a need for backup quarterback. The Eagles went out and signed Marcus Mariota like eight years ago. This would have been huge news back when Chip Kelly was here. Uh, remember, he was trying to basically trade the entire team for uh, Marcus Mariota. Uh, at one point, I was reading some of the old articles. Fletcher Cox was involved in that and kind of glad it didn't work out that way for obvious reasons. But Fletcher played such a big role in winning that Super Bowl and still is a uh, big contributor to this team today. So, But Marcus Mariota comes in. I think it's it's definitely an upgrade at the backup quarterback position. If for no other reason, they him and Jalen Hurts have a similar style of play where Gardner Minshew was more of a, a pocket passer and everything. Mariota can come in and run the, the, the options and the RPOs and everything. So hopefully... We don't ever have to get to that point, but if we do, at least it'll be more of the same flow at the offense is used to. Uh, they did sign a cornerback yesterday, uh, Greedy Williams. Uh, basically, this is a low-risk, high-reward sort of signing. Uh, it's real cheap. It adds depth to their their secondary because I think he can play a couple of the different positions. He's He was a second-round draft pick uh, for Cleveland. Had some injuries early on in his career and then got buried on the depth chart. So it's one of those, this is one of those Howie moves that could pay off big time in the long run, but we'll have to just wait and see. Um, Sixers in action tonight in Charlotte. Uh, they have a chance to to move even closer to the top spot in the East. Milwaukee lost last night, so the Sixers currently set three games out of third place. Or uh, first place in, they are in third place. But Phillies are getting a little bit banged up in spring training. I didn't really see anything, though, worth panicking over. Um, we're a couple weeks from the start of training camp, so it's I'm anxious to see and get ready for that. We will be doing a Phillies preview next week for Back to the Future. Speaking of Back to the Future, since it is Eagles free agent, we dropped a new episode yesterday going over the best and worst free agent signings of all time for the Eagles. Be sure to give that a listen or a watch wherever you get your podcasts. Um, like and subscribe. Hook a brother up. But I did want to go on a little, say something about March Madness before I get into this. Uh, today's, today's, this day in Philly sports history. And I don't think there's anything better in sports than March Madness. And Yesterday, working, had the games kind of set up over here. The March Madness app is just phenomenal where you can watch four games at a time. It's like, it's a dream. And I was able to get into a bracket last minute, which is nice. And I'm very old school with my bracket where I, I print it out and I like to put the W's and L's on it and just see it. And it, I don't know, it's something I've always done since I was a kid. So I, I still like to do that. Uh, but... It's just it's just one of those things, like a phenomenal, phenomenal time in sports. And I know some people are against it, but like the talk of expanding the bracket to even up to 96 teams, man, like the more teams that get in, the more fun it is. And it, I think the Blue Bloods, the, the top tier teams probably don't want that because there's more of a chance for up. But man, like the, the Arizona getting knocked off by uh, – Princeton, you had Furman winning. Like it just was good, good games, and you love to see those little guys knock off the big guys. Although 
I've been in that spot where I was the big guy getting knocked off. That's not fun either. But just March Madness is incredible. Expand the tournament. Just it's it's one. Of, I would love to see something similar for football as well. Um, but more on that as we get to college football seasons. But let's go back to 1995. And on this day, March 17th, 1995, the number nine and third seed at Villanova Wildcats lost to the Old Dominion 89-81 in triple overtime in the first round of the NCAA tournament. They had high hopes that year as a three seed. Kerry Kittles was on that team. He had 22 points in the loss. And everybody thought, oh, no, is Kerry coming back? Is he going pro? Uh, That was, like, the big question. Like, did they waste his time here? He eventually did come back. Um, He went pro after his senior year. And he ultimately had a pretty solid career with the Nets and the Clippers. Nothing spectacular. He wasn't a a superstar or anything, but a pretty solid uh, role player on those teams. Uh, but the big story is just under Steve Lapis. So it basically went from Raleigh, Steve Lapis to Jay Wright. And Steve Lapis just never could get them out of the second round. And I like Steve Lapis. I think he's a good announcer. But you could just tell like something. He could never get them over the hump. And look back at, at this tournament run for Nova. And their uniforms were just atrocious. But anyway, on this day, 1995, the number nine Villanova Wildcats Lost to Old Dominion in triple overtime as the three seed in the first round. It started my hate for Villanova because I had them going to the Final Four that year. And they completely screwed up my bracket uh, very early in the tournament. Um, they did make up for it in 2016 when I won 800 bucks when they won the title. But anyway. All right. Go be safe out there for St. Patty's Day. Have yourselves a Friday. March Madness rocks. Let's hope we have some C.J. Gardner-Johnson news. And until next time, I'll see you when I see you.